escuchas ese rugido, sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad, ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Good morning. Welcome to the Joy Business Report Friday edition. Coming up, World Bank to advance more than $2 billion in project and budget support to aid Ghana's economic recovery. Also ahead, Ghana Hotels Association warns incessant increase in electricity and water tariffs could affect cost of production. Uh, derailing moves to make Ghana a, tourist, a top tourist destination. Also, Ghana Revenue Authority justifies arrest of some two Chinese nationals flouting value-added tax laws. Details coming up. Thanks for being with us. My name is Daryl Powell. The World Bank is set to advance more than $2 billion in project and budget support funding to Ghana. This will be released over the next four years, subject to some reforms in the energy, revenue and financial sectors. However, the first tranche of $300 million should be released by September this year. Country Director of the World Bank, Pierre Laporte, disclosed this on PM Express Business Edition. Our plan, our hope, is we can bring this to the board by September. But it will all depend how fast we reach agreement with government on the on the actions. Uh, it may be September, it may slip in October. But we're hoping we need to do it this year because IMF has factored in into its financing gap. You know, when IMF goes to the board, if there's a gap, they cannot go. So they factored in 300 million from the World Bank. This 300 million, I want to be very clear, it's not acquired, it's not given, it's not taken that World Bank, World Bank will come and give. We need to have a strong reform package from government that accompanies as prior actions for us to deliver this 300 million. And these have to be in areas where us and government agree. These are areas that have caused problems for the budget or for the sectors. For instance, I cannot go into all the details because we are still talking, but what, where we feel we want to intervene in four pillars. The social protection program is going to the board. It's already submitted. It's just a matter of going through. Of course, we're hoping the board members will approve and I think uh, they will in the circumstances. World Bank Country Director Pierre Laporte, um, if you missed that interview, it re-airs uh, this morning at 11 on the Join News channel. Now, the Ghana Hotels Association is warning that increases in electricity and water tariffs could affect moves to attract more tourists to Ghana. The association pointed out that Ghana's hotel business is already considered one of the most expensive on the African continent, a description that is compelling tourists to choose other African countries for tourism purposes. Speaking to Joy Business, President of the association, Dr. Edward Akanyamika Jr. appealed to government to support the operations of hoteliers by reducing electricity and water tariffs. What it means is that the cost of doing business is going to go high now. It simply means that the rates that we keep complaining about, which are price and customers, both domestic and internationally, keep complaining about, it's still going to go high. And that certainly is also going to affect patronage. And that is where our concern is. Unfortunately, we have no choice but to get our customers to also share in that increment. 
you had uh, Dr. Edward Ankanyamika, Jr., president of the Ghana Hotels Association. The Ghana Revenue Authority has justified its action to arrest two Chinese nationals in the Tema metropolis for failing to issue value-added tax invoices. The authority is on a move to plug revenue loopholes to rake in more funds for the state. Head of the enforcement team, Joseph Annan, told journalists that all the people arrested were qualified to issue VAT invoices but failed to do so. Here's more. The team from the Ghana Revenue Authority and the Criminal Investigations Department picked up two Chinese supermarket managers and four local retail operators who were busily serving customers at the time of their arrest. According to head of the team, Joseph Annan, these six persons will be made to pay higher penalties. Surprisingly, none of them have come to us that they don't qualify and we have picked them up. We we'll also look at where we go to before we. We look at the size of the business and all that before we even go in to do the text purchase. And you see, when you are not registered and we pick you up, then your, your penalties are more than the one who is registered and not. Because then the audit takes you back to when you were supposed to have registered and you failed to do so. In all, 19 persons have been picked up so far to face prosecution over the VAT infractions. Mr. Annan has hinted that two of the managers who were facing same charges were made to pay their penalties after audit. The first two weeks, we have done the uh, preemptive assessments. We're giving them their bills and we pass them to pay immediately and then the CID is also working on their statements. We also do our statement and give it the CID. Failure to issue the VAT invoice has denied the state of revenue to embark on certain government businesses. Well, in other news this morning, Ecobank Ghana has committed an amount of $120,000 to help in the fight and elimination of malaria by 2030. According to Executive Director and Head of Consumer Banking at Ecobank Ghana, Dr. Edward Boche, malaria remains a key public health and socio-economic problem which needs to be tackled head-on. Speaking at the launch of the Zero Malaria Business Leadership Initiative, Dr. Boche called on the private sector to invest in ending malaria. For us in Ecobank, it is not just about some CSR effort and some attempt to tick a box or some attempt to be seen to be playing a role. But this is something that we strongly believe in. And we think that with our effort all put together, we are able to achieve this, this aim that we have um, earmarked for ourselves um, as a country. That's why this partnership for us is extremely important. And as part of the fund, as, as part of the, our effort at addressing this, we are contributing seed capital of $120,000 to the effort. And for us, again, it is not just about the figure, but in addition to the amount that we are contributing, making available our platforms for our customers to be able to contribute and for us to be able to raise much more funds in this in this effort. That was Executive Director and Head of Consumer Banking at Ecobank Ghana, Dr. Edward Boche. Now, an increasing number of informal sector workers are falling victim to investment scams. The rise in digital communication platforms has exposed traders and artisans to the risk of being swindled by unscrupulous firms who often promise higher returns and low risk on investment. Today on the Joy Business Journal, Lab Affairs Mona Lisa Frimpon speaks to some individuals who have fallen victim to such scams. That is the voice of depressed Evelyn Boatin, a hairdresser at Bantma in Kumase. She has lost over 20,000 Ghana cities to a failed investment scheme. 
I made several investments, but now the companies are all defunct. Most victims do not have enough money to engage the services of a legal practitioner to access their locked up funds. My money is not huge, so I cannot afford the services of a lawyer. At the Swami Industrial Hub in Kumasi, staff of some unregistered financial institutions have been moving around in a bid to attract customers. Zonal Chairman of the Ghana National Tailors and Dressmakers Association, Prince Charles Udru, says some of his members have fallen victim to these suspicious schemes. <laughs> Some suspicious financial institutions have their staff moving around as zone hoping to win clients. Continuous sensitization has made informal sector workers worry. However, victims have recorded a decline in business. They have lost interest in seeking assistance from financial institutions. Now, we are becoming more vigilant. I fear saving at the bank. I plow back profits instead. The Ministry of Finance is embarking on a financial